Hello everyone, today I'll be talking about conflict resolution skills and techniques. So what is conflict resolution? Conflict resolution is conceptualized as the methods and processes involved in facilitating the peaceful ending of conflict and retribution. Conflict resolution skills are the actions you can take to solve or fix an argument with a person or group. A conflict is more than just a disagreement. It is a situation in which one or both parties perceive a threat, whether or not the threat is real. Conflicts continue to fester when ignored, because conflicts involve perceived threats to our well-being and survival. They stay with us until we face and resolve them. We respond to conflicts based on our perceptions of the situation, not necessarily to an objective review of the facts. Our perceptions are influenced by our life experiences, culture, values, and beliefs. Conflicts trigger strong emotions. If you aren't comfortable with your emotions or able to manage them in times of stress, you won't be able to resolve conflicts successfully. Conflicts are an opportunity for growth. When you're able to resolve a conflict in a relationship, it builds trust. You can feel secure knowing that your relationship can survive through challenges and disagreements. So what are the causes of conflict in a relationship? Conflict arises from differences, both large and small. It occurs whenever people disagree over their values, motivations, perceptions, ideas, or desires. Sometimes these differences appear trivial, but when a conflict triggers strong feelings, a deep personal need is often at the core of the problem. These needs can range from the need to feel safe and secure or respected and valued to the need for greater closeness and intimacy. Think about the opposing needs of a toddler and a parent. The child's need is to explore, so venturing to the street or the cliff edge meets that need. But the parent's need is to protect the child's safety, a need that can only be met by limiting the toddler's exploration. Since these needs are at odds, conflict arises. The needs of each party play an important role in the long-term success of a relationship. Each deserves respect and consideration. In personal relationships, a lack of understanding about differing needs can result in distance, arguments, and breakups. In the workplace, differing needs can result in broken deals, decreased profits, and lost jobs. So, how do we respond to conflict? Ask yourself something. Do you fear conflict or avoid it at all costs? If your perception of conflict comes from painful memories from early childhood or previous unhealthy relationships, you may expect all disagreements to end badly. You may view conflict as demoralizing, humiliating, or something to fear. If your early life experiences left you feeling powerless or out of control, conflict may even be traumatizing for you. If you're afraid of conflict, it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. When you enter a conflict situation already feeling threatened, it's tough to deal with the problem at hand in a healthy way. Instead, you're more likely to either shut down or blow up in anger. So there are healthy and unhealthy ways of managing and resolving conflict. An example of an unhealthy response to conflict is an inability to recognize and respond to the things that matter to the other person. And an example of a healthy response to conflict is the capacity to emphasize with the other person's viewpoint.
Conflict triggers strong emotions and can lead to hurt feelings, disappointment, and discomfort. When handled in an unhealthy manner, it can cause irreparable rifts, resentments, and breakups. But when conflict is resolved in a healthy way, it increases your understanding of the other person, builds trust, and strengthens your relationships. If you are out of touch with your feelings or so stressed that you can only pay attention to a limited number of emotions, you won't be able to understand your own needs. This will make it hard to communicate with others and establish what's really troubling you. For example, couples often argue about petty differences, the way she hangs the towels, the way he slurps his soup, rather than what's really bothering them. The ability to successfully resolve conflict merely depends on your ability to manage stress quickly while remaining alert and calm. Because by staying calm, you can accurately read and interpret verbal and nonverbal communication. Another thing would be control your emotions and behavior. Because when you're in control of your emotions, you can communicate your needs without threatening, intimidating, or punishing others. Pay attention to the feelings being expressed as well as the spoken words of others, because this helps you understand what's really upsetting them and what they're trying to get across. Be aware and respect differences. By avoiding disrespectful words and actions, you can almost always resolve a problem faster. To successfully resolve a conflict, you need to learn and practice two core skills. One of them is quick stress relief. That means the ability to quickly relieve stress in the moment. Another thing would be emotional awareness. It's the ability to remain comfortable enough with your emotions to react in constructive ways, even in the midst of a perceived attack. Being able to manage and relieve stress in the moment is the key to staying balanced, focused, and in control no matter what challenges you face. If you don't know how to stay centered and in control of yourself, you'll become overwhelmed in conflict situations and unable to respond in healthy ways. Terms used are foot on the gas, which means an angry or agitated stress response. You're heated, keyed up, overly emotional and unable to sit still. Another thing is foot on the brake, which is a withdrawn or depressed stress response. You shut down, space out, and show very little energy or emotion. And the final one is foot on both gas and brake. It's a combination of both foot on the gas and foot on the brake. And it's a tense and frozen stress response. You freeze under pressure and can't do anything. You look paralyzed, but under the surface you're extremely agitated. Stress interferes with the ability to resolve conflict by limiting your ability to accurately read another person's body language, hear what someone is really saying, be aware of your own feelings, be in touch with your own deep-rooted needs, and communicate your needs clearly. So ask yourself, is stress a problem for you? For me, when I got into a conflict... I tried to understand the other person or the party very well in order for me to know how to act. My argument and conflict with my friend 
rose because of a different opinion that we had together. It was a political opinion and we both disagreed on each other's opinions. However, we both in the end sat together and tried to understand each other and so we got each other and we understood each other's points of view. We also did not let our emotions get in the way, which also really played a big part because I know myself. If I would have gotten angry, then we wouldn't have sat together and at this point we would have just been arguing and not understanding each other and it would have went on and on and on. I understood where she was coming from in the end and she understood where I was coming from and we just respected each other because we respect the fact that everyone has opinions and everyone has different points of views. Thank you t- thank you for listening to my podcast.